Pleased to be joined now by a special guest. He is Joe Simpson of the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. Joe, Russell Smith, Bear, Houston Crest, an honor to speak with you, my friend. Hey, nice today. How's everything going in Knoxville? Hey, it's going very well. You know, I, I call you my friend, though we've never met. But I got to tell you, Joe, I've been listening to you for a long time. I feel like I know you after all these years. 28 seasons with the Braves. Uh, actually, um, you're a little short. Uh, it'll be my 33rd year what? beginning this year. You got, so, you got to uh, tell somebody on the website to update that thing. Well, you can't you can't remember because you're a small child then. <laughs> I, I you know I I didn't want to put it that way, but I do remember like your I guess your first year was '92 with the Braves. It was it was right after the worst of first year. Yeah, and I remember being you know I was 12. And listening to the Braves, this is you, you talk about like uh, missed chances. I remember because my parents wouldn't let me stay up and watch Game Seven of the NLCS, the duel between Drabeck and Smoltz and the Frankie Cabrera hit and all that stuff. And I'm listening to the game, and I made it to like the eighth inning, and I fell asleep. I missed oh, it, Joe. No. <laughs> oh, what a night that was! I mean, uh, a lot of thrills and a lot of excitement. Yeah. During the uh, heyday, during the 14 straight uh, division titles, but um, uh, we're making a few exciting times these days too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, a, a a new dynasty on the brink. And uh, Joe, we're so excited to have the Braves on our airwaves this year. Uh, we just made the announcement here, and East Tennessee has been Braves country for a long time. And you know, there's just something timeless, Joe, about listening to baseball on the radio i'm guessing you grew up listening to the game the, the same way so many of us did of course you had the thrill of playing in the big leagues and i was just wondering was broadcasting something that you had always had an interest in yeah it, it was later on in my career it it became um kind of uh it kind of moved to the forefront a little bit about what i might do when i got through playing but you're right we're thrilled first of all to have wkgn uh, as part of our network, and um, couldn't be happier to have you guys back on, in the fold. Uh, listening to baseball on radio, you're right. Uh, it is timeless. And when I was younger, uh, where I listened to it more than any place, we had a drive-in movie theater in Norman, Oklahoma, my hometown. And when you would go to a drive-in movie theater in those days and hook up the speaker to your car, uh, it was usually a local radio station that was playing until it got dark enough for the movie to start. And uh, in those days, what we had on the air until it got dark enough was uh, St. Louis Cardinals baseball, Jack Buck and Harry Carey. KMOX. And that was uh, that was pretty cool lead-in yeah. into any movie you might be about to watch. Absolutely. And, you know, those classic voices, I got, I got to tell you, is – uh, and we're looking forward to having these games on your play-by-play -play, uh, co-host there, Ben Ingram. What a classic radio voice that guy yeah. has. You hear him. I, I remember the first time I saw him, Joe, people always say this in radio, oh, you don't look like you sound. And you, you hear Ben and you think, well, he probably looks like Harry Callis or John Miller or something like that. And you see him, he looks like one of the players. Well, that's exactly right. He's in better shape than about 90% of them, too. Um, but most everybody asked me, uh, the first thing they asked me is, like, just how old is Ben? <laughs> yes. Because he's got that uh, 
what sounds like a real smoke-induced voice that uh, uh, sounds like a lot older than he is, and he doesn't even smoke, so that's even more ironic. But a, a great voice and a, a great tandem. I mean, you've worked with some legends there, obviously, uh, going back to, to Skip and Don and Pete Van Weeren and, and, and Ben Ingram. So we, we couldn't be thrilled, uh, more thrilled to have you guys as part of our broadcast offerings here on WKGN in Knoxville. And um, let's talk about the Braves here for a second, Joe. As you know, a Knoxville tie, naturally, Spencer Strider played high school sure. baseball here at Christian Academy of Knoxville. He has been a dominant starting pitcher for the Braves, still only 25 years old. How do you see his you – know, yeah, go ahead. How do you see his trajectory yeah, playing say, out here? You guys, the, the station's timing couldn't be better. The team is a very young, talented team, as everybody knows, and uh, we've come up a little bit short the last two years, and part of that last year, after such a an impressive season and record-setting offensive um, in the offensive categories – was that we were a little shorthanded in pitching. I, I mean, I'm not going to sell anybody short, but Spencer was about the only healthy, solid guy we had going. Uh, Max Fried had been hurt some. Charlie Morton was on the shelf. And we were kind of digging deep into our stash of pitchers to try to knock off the Phillies, which, as you know, we didn't. But um, I feel differently about it this year, strongly uh, loving our pitching so I think Spencer's going to have a lot more help this year. I know he will be even that much better uh, having a full year of big league pitching under his belt. And uh, as is the case, I think, in almost every situation and every year, when you have a good team like Atlanta has right now, you just pray for good health. You just want everybody to stay healthy, which they did last year, and uh, be able to do what they do. So we'll just keep our fingers crossed that uh, – Everybody's on the field, plays uh, a lot of games, pitches, makes every start, and I'll take our chances uh, from that standpoint. Yeah, coming up short a little bit last year, but of course winning a World Series in 2021 and the expectations are high again and for the foreseeable future. So many of these young stars signed up for long-term deals. Do you see the Braves uh, making another long run like they did in the 90s where – they just owned that division for 14 years. Yeah, I don't. I'm not going to put it past them. Uh, we've already got a good, a good marker running right now, and the way this team has been put together by Alex Anthopoulos signing all these young players to long-term contracts, uh, there's no reason to think that they can't continue this run. Can, can they do it for 14 years? I, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, the climate of today's game is a lot different than it was in the 90s. But uh, there's no reason to think since a lot of these guys, as you said, are already in the fold, uh, already signed up. No reason to think that um, I go back again. As long as everybody stays healthy, I like their chances. Everybody's gunning for you. Um, whether it's the Phillies or last year the Mets loading up like they did and that, that turned sour on the Mets in a hurry. It's not that easy to just go out and get good players and expect them to play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, that's kind of the... Uh, hidden secret for the Braves is Brian Snicker and his staff. They do such a fabulous job of getting these guys all on the same page and um, allowing them to um, do what they do best and without too many inhibitions. And boy, do they cut it loose. It's it's fun to watch every night. 
it's kind of an old school approach, isn't it, with with Snicker where he's not one of these guys down there, Joe, with the computer out there, you know, reams of data no. trying to figure out, oh, you know, this guy faced this dude, uh, you know, three times four years ago. He He's kind of an old school manager, which is refreshing this day and age. Oh, it is, and especially refreshing for an old guy like me. Uh, who, when, when you see a man who um, he does his preparation, he might do his homework in his office, but uh, you don't see him grinding in the dugout trying to compute all the numbers. Um, like you said, the thing that um, I love most about Brian Snitker is uh, he remembers where he came from. He spent so many years in the minor leagues, and he will tell you, I, I think, without hesitation, that he learned so much about how to manage a team and run a game from Bobby Cox. Bobby was a great mentor to Brian and uh, still is to some extent. So uh, there are a lot of, there's a lot of Bobby Cox and Brian Snitker, so I appreciate that about him every day too. Talking with Joe Simpson of the Atlanta Braves radio network, you'll be able to hear Braves baseball this year here on WKGN. And, you know, uh, speaking of dominant players, Joe, where does Acuna rank uh, you you've seen some great ones there through the years and of course Atlanta has had some great ones through the years uh, again a young player with a lot of great years hopefully ahead of him but the season he had last year really kind of just shifted what the expectations are even possible for him well it was a spectacular season uh it was um I don't want to say a hallmark season because who knows what he might pull off this year or the next. Uh, he is so good and so capable. Uh, it was, again, a joy to watch. And he just kind of went about his business every day. It wasn't as if as if he was talking about goals and records and things like that. He was just playing. And when he's just playing, he is as good as there is in the game. Um, when people ask me, well, do you think the Braves can be as good as they were last year? Well, I absolutely do. I think they can be better in a lot of ways, especially um, the bullpen and other parts of pitching. But from an offensive standpoint, they set so many records last year and set so many team records. Uh, it's going to be hard to do that again. I mean, can Matt Olson hit 52 homers again? Mm. Gee, I don't know. That was, that was a hell of a year, hell of a year for him, too. Uh, you think about... Austin Riley and Ozzie Albies and Matt and um, uh, some of the other guys, Harris, some of those guys, they played over 150 games apiece. Some of them played 162. That's unheard of for that many guys on one team to play as many games as they did. So when I am asked, can they be as good as they were last year, I have to remember how special 2023 was and remember how tough that's going to be to duplicate but everybody's back. We got everybody back, essentially, that's important to the success of this team, so there's no no reason to doubt them. Now, Joe, you said we've got everybody back. Of course, you played for the Dodgers, the Mariners, the Royals. I'm just wondering how long with the Braves, You again, you've been there since 92, how long did it take for the Braves to become we? Oh, uh, boy. That was something I guarded against heavily, you know, early <laughs> on because uh, – I didn't play for the Braves. I, I didn't broadcast for them until 92, as you said. And I had to make sure that Braves country understood that I appreciated where I was and um, was honored to be doing their games on TBS. 
and on the the, ra- the Braves Radio Network. So it took a while for that to set in. I, I try to be a little more professional than the we type stuff, but it does seep in there once in a while, and we are going to be pretty good. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, uh, we're excited about it. One last thing, Joe, we'll let you out of here. You played. You mentioned growing up in Norman, Oklahoma. You're, you're a Sooner. Played college ball at Oklahoma. How do you see the Sooners transitioning into the SEC this year? Beware. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling my Sooners to beware. We're, we're heading into uh, uncharted territory, but it's going to be exciting, and uh, hopefully we won't uh, embar- get embarrassed or uh, let the SEC down. I think we'll show up and, and field a team, certainly. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a different ball game altogether <laughs> in, in all sports uh, by joining the SEC. Of course, Josh Heupel. Yep. He's, he's a Sooner, too, you know, and he's done just fine for himself, and we're happy for his success. So maybe uh, OU can uh, jump in there and do pretty well, too. We're just saying hands off, Joe. Uh, he's ours now. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't have him back. We, we've grown yeah, rather attached and fond yeah, of him. Yeah, he says we also now that he's here. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Well, he should. He's done, he's done great work there for the Vols. Well, uh, the Vols play in Oklahoma this year, so uh, we will look forward to that. Joe, we are so looking forward to having the Braves here on WKGN. Just, we've been really excited about it the past couple of weeks and can't wait to get rolling. I guess opening day is March 28th, and we'll begin the season where we ended it, at Philly there, trying to take down the Phillies. How about that first road trip, guys? <laughs> um, we are going to <laughs> Philadelphia and Chicago, play the White Sox in Chicago, in late March, early April, I'm going to have to take my long handles with me uh, to make sure that uh, I don't freeze to death on the press box. Oh. Yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a test to get started. Uh, once again, we are excited about having WKGN in um, as part of the Braves Radio Network, too, and uh, we hope to talk to you guys soon. We'll look forward to it, Joe. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks for hopping on with us. Sure thing, guys. Take care. Joe Simpson of the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. How cool is that?